Come on. Strong, the powerful Jay Beatty has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Jay. Hey, thank you, George. Glad to be here. Yeah. Jay is the president at Fortune Financial Group. He's the CEO of the Velamon Group, and he is the guy that Wall Street and the bankers hope that you'll never meet. Excited to have you back on. Jay, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, my personal life, George, is probably pretty boring, <laughs> um, but I live in Indianapolis with my wife. We've got two adult daughters that both live here in town. We have our first grandbaby in the last year, which is kind of exciting. I've taken up pickleball, <laughs> which is uh, nice. kind of the old old person shuffleboard, I guess, sophisticated shuffleboard. Probably the most exciting thing in our life, We uh, I, I released a children's book uh, uh, back you know, prior to the Christmas season, uh, so we've gotten some good traction with that. Um, you know, I do what I do because I, 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 I've kind of, I live in the money world and I just believe that, uh, people don't know there's a lot of information that's withheld from the public that could really benefit them. And, and I think some of that frankly is a bit intentional. And so I'm, I'm kind of on a crusade out there to help people understand things that they don't, uh, otherwise get exposed to very often and use those to kind of transform their financial lives. And have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I appreciate all that. Congratulations on the on the grandkid. From what I hear, that's the greatest <laughs> thing you. greatest thing in the world. Yeah, it really surprised me. It's awesome. Having a lot of fun. <laughs> nice. And pickleball is a is is a great and growing uh, sport. Yep. And I've uh, I've become addicted in the last six months. So it's right. been it's been a lot of fun in my life. Awesome. Well, perfect. So what is what is really top of mind? What's been what's been occupying most of your attention aside from those things? Well, you know, I mean, professionally, what what our company does, we kind of focus on three pretty major financial challenges that most people and most families are going to encounter over the course of their lives. Uh, and, and two of those, you know, one of them is, is college planning. That's kind of, there's a whole bunch of stuff up in the air about college. So that's that's probably not the primary focus. But what, what has happened over the course of last year with COVID is that people have gotten really interested in getting rid of their debt. Um, and so that, that's probably been the area that we spent the most time on. I think what happened is that while the economy was, was rolling along and everything looked like it was going to keep going straight up forever, I think a lot of people felt secure about their incomes. They probably overextended themselves a little bit credit-wise. And then, of course, COVID comes along. And just like a light switch shuts everything down. And now those same people that felt relatively comfortable in the position they're in are a little bit freaked out about it. And so we've really been spending a lot of time focusing on helping people um, identify pathways to get out of debt, to accelerate the repayment of their debt much quicker, save a bunch of money and in interest and cancel payments and uh, you know, kind of get back to the other financial priorities that they have in their lives. Nice. I appreciate all that. So certainly getting out of debt has been top of mind for so many people and student loan debt. Um, who knows what the future is going to hold for education. But when, when, when you talk about focusing on it, how has how that actually shaped out? Well, I, you know, we've got a lot of people that, um, you know, are, are they're spending a fair bit of their monthly cash flow on debt service. And they've come to us or we've reached out to them 
And and the question is, hey, I've maybe I've got a little cash set aside. Maybe I get a little emergency fund. Should I use that to pay down some debt? Is there another way to do it? I'm afraid if I use my cash, then my reserve tank's gone. And with the economy and you know job uncertainty and so forth, I'm afraid to use the reserve tank. So really what we've been doing is focusing on helping people identify ways to accelerate the repayment of their debt. So we're, we're really, the, the part of the market that we're focused on, we're not doing consolidation loans, we're not doing debt settlement, any of the other kind of craziness that you hear about out there. We're really focused on identifying strategies. For example, a lot of people have heard of Dave Ramsey's debt snowball. Um, that's a great strategy to accelerate the repayment of debt. The problem with Ramsey's uh, particular version of doing it is that it, he, he wants it to be sacrificial. He wants people to give up lifestyle, get a second job, whatever. That's not very attractive to people. And then the second thing is, once he tells you how to do it, he says, have a nice life, good luck. And so what we've done is pick up on that and say, listen, it doesn't have to be sacrificial, number one. And number two, if you don't have the, the wherewithal to do it yourself, we'll actually do it for you uh, as a fee-based service. So we've enrolled people in, in our Live Interest Free program, and we're showing them actually executing plans on their behalf to get them out of debt in roughly half the time that it would otherwise take them. Uh, you know, they're saving, you know, five figures in interest and canceled payments along the way. And oftentimes they're doing it without having to put any extra money against their debt whatsoever. And so that's been a, a it, it's very personally gratifying, professionally gratifying, and, and it's, it's making a really a huge difference in the lives of people that we're serving. Yeah, there's no doubt. If you can help somebody actually put a plan together and then follow through on getting out of debt, um, that's a that's that's an incredible thing to be able to do for people. So when you say that 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 um, that Dave's program is sacrificial, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, if you if you listen to Dave Ramsey, and you know he's <laughs> he's kind of the blowtorch in our in our field. He he's got what some three million listeners a day sure what he what he advises you to do is to uh you know go get a job delivering pizza drive uber eat beans and rice for the next few years and take extra money take all that extra money for whatever it is you sacrifice in your lifestyle or whatever it is you sacrifice in terms of your time to earn that extra money and take all that money and ship it off to the bank and you know i i don't i think we've give too much of our money to banks as it is. And so my goal isn't to give more money to the banks, it's to give less money to the banks. Uh, so Dave's plan absolutely works. It's, it's brilliant, it's, it's simple, people can follow it, it works. But not enough people have the discipline, the wherewithal, the depth of knowledge uh, to do it. And there's other people that just don't want to endure that sacrifice that he kind of asks you to, con to consider in order to get from point A to point B. And so we've taken a couple of those issues that that are, are part of an otherwise really good plan that he advocates, and we take those off the table and give people an option where, hey, if you want to throw it in all our in, in our lap, we'll actually make all your monthly payments on your behalf. We'll manage the roll-up payments. We'll do the whole thing, accelerating the debt timeline, and we'll show you exactly to the dollar how much money you're going to save in interest, how much money you're going to save in canceled payments. And if that equation is, is something that works for you, 
and you like having that extra layer of discipline, I, you know, I'm, I'm clear with our clients, hey, I'm not your mother, so I'm not going to tell you you have to do this this month. Uh, but that little extra layer of accountability and then the, the plan execution really seems to be something that people gravitate to. And if they can get those results and, and not have to you know, spend 10 hours a month kind of plowing through numbers and calculators and things that people often don't like dealing with anyway, it can be a real, a real help to them. Yeah, no, I think that that's incredibly powerful. And the more we can, you can help automate or just relieve the, the, I want to call it a headache or whatever it might be, that 10 hours, that time, that extra attention, and still get it done on their behalf. I think that that's, that's extremely valuable. And I am not uh, in the camp where, you know, having a cup of coffee is going to stop you from becoming a millionaire and I'm not a, I'm, I have never taken a vow of poverty I don't expect other people to do that um, so when people have, have gotten themselves into debt and they're interested in getting out what how, how, how do you start to counsel people to, to free up is it a matter of freeing up money or just finding the highest and best use of it yeah, it's, it's really the latter so what, what we've done <clears throat> you know Again, if you go back to, to Dave Ramsey's debt snowball, it's very simple. You know, what, what he says is arrange your debts from lowest, smallest to largest and attack them in that order. And when, when you get one paid up, you take the, the freed up payment from that debt and apply it to the next debt. <clears throat> well, what we do is we built fairly sophisticated computer algorithms. And so when we start a conversation with a client, the first thing we ask them to do is, well, give us a schedule of your debts. Who do you owe? How much do you owe? What's the interest rate? What's your minimum payment? And we take that and we stick it into our in, into our computer system, and it spits out. Okay, here's how here's how long it's going to take you to get out of debt, paying it the way the lenders have asked you to pay it, <clears throat> and here's how much it's going to cost you based on the interest that's embedded in the forward payment stream. And then we compare that. We start out with no extra money. Okay, I'm not asking you to put a nickel toward this. What can we do to optimize that payoff strategy? And we'll let the computer dictate whether we use Dave Ramsey's debt snowball strategy or debt avalanche strategy, which is arranges your debts from highest interest rate to lowest interest rate, or we'll let the computer just optimize the application of every available dollar so that we compress the debt paint repayment timeline to the shortest time possible, which by definition then maximizes the savings. And we show them, okay, here's, here's the way you're doing it. Here's how long it's going to take you. Here's the way we would do it for you. Here's how long, here's how quickly, how much more quickly you'll be out of debt. And here's down to the dollar, how much money you'll save in the process of doing so. And if that, if those numbers are attractive enough to them, uh, now, you know, there's the small issue of our fee uh, that they got to get over. But if, if that's attractive to them and the fee is worthwhile because the savings typically are several multiples of what we charge in fee, then they'll engage us and say, hey, you guys do it. I don't want to have to worry about it. I want to wake up and what you're telling me is going to be whatever, you know, 37 months and I'm going to be debt free and I have $12,000 saved that I won't have sent off to bankers and lenders. And so that, you know, we just, we take them through a, a logical process of showing them how to do it. We focus on the emotional benefit of being out of debt two and a half years, three and a half years, five and a half years sooner and then, and then back that up with with the intellectual, okay, and I can save this much money uh, over the course of that time. 
And look, it's it's straight math, really, George. It's it's relatively simple. It's either going to make sense to somebody or it's not going to make sense to somebody. And it doesn't always make sense, but when it does, it's it's really life changing. You, <laughs> I've learned in the last couple of years. Well, not so much in the last year because I haven't had people physically in my office. But <clears throat> prior to that, I got to keep a box of Kleenex in my office because when people see the possibilities. And again, it's just all math. It's 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 understanding and applying numbers in a way that that people just never have been exposed to, never thought about. And when they see the outcome that's possible for them, um, it, it's 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 pretty dramatic. Then we'll talk about if they want. Okay, well, what would happen if I could come up with an extra hundred bucks a month or two hundred bucks a month? What would happen if I suspended my four hundred dollar a month four hundred one k contribution to get after this debt? Would that generate a better return on investment than putting that money in the 401k plan? And we'll have conversations about that, dial that plan into. We've got it to a place where they really like it. And then they, you know, they say, hey, let, let's rock and roll. And we're, we're on our way. We're on our way to having them on a pathway to debt freedom. And then, and then we tell them, you know, part of our education is debt freedom isn't the ultimate destination. It probably seems like that to you right now because you're overwhelmed and, and burdened with this, uh, this debt load. But the real destination is in our company name, Live Interest Free, which is now that we've got you out of debt, that's a mile marker on the pathway to living an interest-free life. And by that, we mean we want to put you in a position where you're always earning more interest than you're paying in interest. It doesn't mean doing without and delaying purchases and so forth. It means positioning yourself to take that money that you were sending off to bankers and lenders Pile it up for yourself, be able to borrow against it so you're always earning interest on the money that you save, paying interest on the money you borrow, you net the two out, and you've now put yourself in a position to live an interest-free life. And that's a huge deal because statistically, the Census Bureau tells us that we'll spend 34% of our lifetime earnings servicing, you know, paying interest as we service debt. So if we could take that 34% slice and cut it down to zero or something you know, close to zero, that makes a dramatic impact in the lives of people. Amen. I think that that's all really, really well said right there. And certainly not a surprise that, that people get emotional when they're able to, to get the clarity that, hey, you know, I know it feels like you're just getting crushed by this debt right now, but here in 24, 36, 48 months, you could be totally debt-free and then start to really be proactive about not paying everybody else interest to your um, to your point and start really maximizing different things that can get you to where you want to go so I think that that's I think that that's great um, yep, that's the message yeah and, and uh, I think that when I think about the debt snowball the debt avalanche just getting out of debt a lot of the time it, it's it, it's consumer debt but you're also lumping in the student loan debt. Yeah, student loan debt is consumer debt uh, the, in in our terms, and so you know, there's there's a student loan debt is a little bit of a black box now, and for for a variety of reasons. Now, probably the biggest one is that the government has gotten its uh, mitts involved in student student lending, and has uh, in typical fashion uh, screwed everything up pretty pretty good. So. You know, there's there's a couple of issues with with student loan debt that that I think are important for people to, to think about. Um, if we think about people that are, you know, maybe kids contemplating college that aren't there yet or considering, you know, the need to borrow, 
I think, you know, for, for better or for worse, and, and I think it's a bit unfortunate, you and I probably didn't have to have these kinds of conversations with ourselves and our families when we went to college. But I think today, the kids really got to sit down and and make a very logical ROI analysis of, of whether it's going to be worthwhile to go to college. So, you know, you don't, most kids don't graduate in four years. It's about five and a half on average right now. Uh, you take that plus the inflation rate in college over five and a half years, and your investment's going to be a lot larger than you think. The other chunk of investment, which is roughly going to double the, the denominator in that ROI equation, is the fact that you're taking yourself out of the workforce. So you have a lost opportunity cost four, five, six years while you're in college. So you've got to you've got to make a pretty convincing case that that degree is going to give me a twenty to thirty percent lifetime uh, earnings advantage over my non-degreed peer uh, for a lifetime. And you're probably not going to do that if what you want to study is underwater women's basket weaving. <laughs> so I just I really encourage families and kids to think about uh, you know what you're gonna what what your field of study is going to be and how you're going to translate that into an ROI into a salary that's going to be twenty to thirty percent over a non-degreed peer. So I don't think college is quite the necessity for every single kid that it used to be, uh, particularly when you, you you go through you have that sober conversation with yourself about doing the math. Now that's kid that's people that haven't kind of gotten into the pickle in the first place. For those that have. There's kind of a current set of issues, uh, and then there's a, okay, how can I accelerate the repayment of my debt if I really want to get this, this uh, uh, you know, burden off of my shoulders? So right now, we're in, we're in a period where student loans are, are in forbearance, and so the uh, new Biden administration just extended the forbearance period till September of 2021, um, and there's a couple of ways that somebody that's that has student debt can look at that. They can either think, hey, yippee ki it's a holiday. I'm going to take that money and go spend it doing something else that's probably not going to be, <laughs> you know, uh, any, anything that's going to, I'm going to have much to show for it. Right. Or you can look at it another way. So if we, if we just take an example, the average student loan debt repayment, uh, debt payment is about $400 a month, about $38,000 of debt. Okay. So in that $400 a month payment, about 250 of that goes toward principal. The other 150 goes toward interest. There's an interest and a principal component of every payment. So while we're in this forbearance period, if you're a little bit more serious about getting out of debt, you've got a grand opportunity because forbearance also suspends the calculation of interest on those loans. So that means that if we continue making the $400 payment each month, even though we're not required to, then we're chipping down the principal at a full $400 a month rate instead of a $250 rate. So I think there's a real opportunity for people that are in forbearance right now, compliments of the government, to use this to to really uh, start hacking down that principal amount so that when the amortizing payments do resume, they're in a much better position to cut their, their debt freedom time uh, pretty substantially. Now, there's always <clears throat> I always get some pushback when I when I share this uh, uh, this information with people. They say, well, yeah, but what about loan forgiveness? Uh, I don't want to be making payments if they're ultimately going to forgive these loans. Okay, I get that. And I think, you know, a couple things. I always share with them, first of all, you know, student loans, which are a liability to those of us who have them, are an asset to the lender. 
The lender is the government. The government holds 92% of student loans now. So that asset, um, as a as a category, that $1.7 trillion of student loan debt that you hear out there represents, George, get this, between 30 and recently it's been as high as 50% of the entire asset base of the of the United States federal government. Wow. So imagine a CEO saying, you know what, I think our, our think our path, pathway to prosperity is to wipe out a third to a half of our balance sheet. That That's how we're going to get financially healthy. I, as a practical matter, it doesn't make any sense that student loans are ultimately going to be forgiven. Now, as a political matter, they may be. So my advice to those people that want to take advantage of this forbearance time and get after the principal in a big way by continuing to make those payments but not miss out on any potential forgiveness down down the road is to take those payments and stick them in a cookie jar, an envelope, a separate account. Do something with them. If you don't want to send them in, that's fine. Interest isn't accruing anyway. But now, if they turn back on and they're not forgiven, you have the ability to take all that money out of the cookie jar and make a big chunk reduction in the principal of your debt. So, that, so that's an option. Um, another option that I think uh, is pretty interesting, if we kind of go back to the whole debt snowball arrangement, is for somebody to, you know, most people have the option, the, the default option that on repayment of your student loan debt is a 10-year payment plan, 10-year amortizing payment. Most people will have the option to extend that to 25 years if they want. Now, nobody wants to contemplate paying loans for 25 years into your mid-40s, and nobody wants to think about the interest that would accrue on that. But if we take that standard, that that example that I use, that $400 a month payment, if you go on a 25-year amortizing basis, that cuts that payment down to $200. Now, here's a really cool strategy for people that have this option. Take the 25-year option, you free up $200 a month, and what you do with that, student loans are typically issued, George, in installments, semester by semester. So an undergrad might have eight installments, eight individual loans. Even though they come on one statement with one principal amount and one payment, behind the scenes there's really eight individual installments. Well, if I can take that extra $200 that I freed up by going to a 25-year amortization schedule on those payments and put it toward the smallest of those debts until it's paid off, and then roll that plus the freed up payment on the next debt, so forth and so on. I'm not going to pay my debts over 25 years. I'm going to pay them in substantially less than 10 years, than the original 10 years. And what I did was I used the government's rules in my favor instead of their favor, and I manufactured the ability to accelerate, to put accelerated payments against those smallest debts, and I've now executed Dave Ramsey's plan, so to speak, um, and put myself in a position where I can pay those debts off substantially quicker, 20, 30, 40% quicker, and save 20, 30, 40% in interest costs. And so that that's a strategy that, that again, some people do that on their own. That's fine. We, we love it. Some people hire us to do it. But those that are hiring us to do it, um, you know, often they don't have that extra cash flow. I don't have an extra 100 bucks I can put at my student debt. I mean, $400 is already choking me a month. Okay, let's manufacture you know, 200 or, or close to it out of that 400 by taking advantage of the 25 year option, put you in our plan. We'll have you out of debt in no time. So there are opportunities buried in the arcane rule set that the government has put in place for student loans 
that if you simply take the time to learn and have enough intellectual curiosity to figure out how to manipulate those in your favor, there's some fantastic opportunities to take something that's just a, a terrible subject that nobody wants to talk about and really get after it in a substantial way. I love it. Well, Jay, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I, th- I think that's it. I think the tip is, you know, if, if, you're, if getting out of debt is a priority uh, for you in your life, look at your debts, see what, you, see what would happen if you could put them into a snowball arrangement. Uh, we've got some modeling tools that will help people do that. And just, just try to, you know, don't necessarily contemplate that i got to go out and get an extra job, i got to drive Uber or whatever. What can we do with what you've got to improve your, your, your lot in life? And, and again, I, I, I think you've got to have the curiosity. You've got to have your financial priorities right. But if that's something that's important to you, there are answers out there. And there are answers that don't mean sacrifice, that don't cost a lot of money, and are things that you can implement. I just encourage people to get into that mode of, of debt freedom, take that 34% lifetime uh, expense, and turn it, you know, put it into your pocket instead of your banker's. Christmas is already good enough at the banker's house. Make it better at yours. <laughs> I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Jay, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Uh, the, the best way, George, I think, is to go to our website, which is www.liveinterestfree.com. Uh, we do offer grants for those who are looking out to get out of debt. I've also got uh, a brand new ebook on student loan debt that uh, we can download from that side. I don't have it quite up yet, but I probably will by the time you get this out there. So uh, plenty of resources, plenty of discussion, and we're more about education than we are you know, pushing something down your throat. So um, yeah, get, it, get on there and, and start, start scratching your curiosity itch. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jay your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to liveinterestfree.com. Take advantage of all the great resources that Jay just mentioned. Thanks again, Jay. You bet, George. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.